Book One, The Unghosts. Gaining power will teach you about other people. Losing it will teach you about yourself. Minoth Dravania, 23rd Sablethorn Lecture. Chapter One. The village of Dinaran was no more. Where wooden buildings had once stood were now only charred debris. Even the grass was blackened and dead. Kara walked farther down the main road, remembering how loud it had been at midday with the bustle of commerce in full force, the rattle of wagon wheels, the soft buzzing of barter and gossip, the delighted screams of children playing in the square. All was silent. They should have been on their way to the world right now, but Kara, upon seeing the changed village from the deck of their ship, had insisted on docking. Several men had followed the children ashore, quickly spreading through the abandoned farms to forage for supplies. Are you sure it was a good idea to stop here? Taff asked. If anyone sees us... He didn't have to finish this thought. The dark events of that day were deeply branded in her mind. It had started out so well. Grace Stone had been defeated, and the villagers had gathered together to formally announce their new leader, William Westfall, Kara and Taff's father. It should have been the happiest day of their lives, but Grace wasn't done with them yet. She had used her last spell to possess father with the spirit of Timoth Klen, the most merciless witch hunter of all, and he had ordered the villagers to kill them. The two Westfalls had escaped only by fleeing into the thickety. What if they're still here, hiding? Taff asked, looking around the remnants of the village. Watching us. We barely escaped the first time, and now... Don't worry, Kara said. No one's here. What about father? He's gone too. Taff swallowed deeply. Are they dead? He asked. Kara shook her head. Just gone. Taff did not look convinced. He stared across the flattened village, his brow furrowed with concern. I hope nothing bad happened to them, he said. Kara couldn't help smiling, amazed as always by her brother's ability to forgive others no matter how badly they had wronged him. He had been equally quick to absolve Mary Kettle after she had betrayed them, and in the end, it had been his compassion that won her to their side. They might have moved to a different part of the island, suggested Taff. They could have been fleeing something. Thickety monsters, maybe. I know they don't usually cross the fringe, but when Sordir lost his power, maybe things changed. Kara stopped at the place where the general store had once stood. Now nothing but charred earth and barely identifiable lumps that used to be shelves and jars. She picked up a half-melted spoon and absently gazed at her upside-down reflection, remembering the day when Grace had tricked her into giving up her seeds. At the time, such childish cruelty had been the biggest problem in her life. She wished that was still the case. No animal could have done this, Kara said. It's too organized. If it had been a beast from the thickety, there would be debris everywhere, wood, glass, People pieces. Taff? What? He asked. You were thinking it too. He lowered his voice to a whisper. Could it have been Rygoth? 
Rygoth only does things for a reason, and this gains her nothing. I'm sure she's in the world right now, distributing her grimoires and gathering new witches to her side. After 2,000 years stuck on this island, this is the last place she'd be, now that she's finally free. All thanks to me, her foolish little pawn. Kara kicked a blackened piece of rubble that might have once been a clay pitcher and watched it skip across the ashes of the store. Miss Westfall, said a man behind her, there's something you should see. The voice belonged to Anders Clement, a tall, wiry man with dark skin and a dusting of white in his hair. Before leaving Carla Malta, the villagers had appointed him captain of the ship that would transport a third of their members to the world. As a leader, he had proven competent enough, but though he was friendly and gregarious to other members of the crew, he remained strangely aloof toward Kara.